0: Welcome to Kicks of the Trade, a weekly podcast stepping into sneaker culture. I'm one of your hosts, Kelsey Cristiano, and I'll be joined every week by Chris Holloway. Join us as we unbox the sneaker lifestyle and dish on new and trending fashion throughout the Kicks universe. For avid sneaker enthusiasts and even the casual sneaker fan, Kicks of the Trade is your one-stop shop for sneaker tips and tricks of the trade. And I'm joined, as always, by Chris.
1: What's up? What's up? How's everything? So, before we even get started, I have to say right this. Right in today. Right, I'm getting, I'm getting in there. So I have to say this. Nikolai Jokic is the MVP of the NBA 2021 season. He is the MVP, he is my MVP. I
0: now, would not agree more with you.
1: He is my MVP, I'm gonna stop right there. Who I think should deserve it? Chris Paul for what he did for the Suns. Who do I think will win it? Nikolai Jokic. Who do I think should win it? Who I want to win it? Nikolai Jokic. But that's all I wanted to say to start it off. Shout out to the Joker.
0: Give it to the Joker. My man Yoke. That's my yeah. boy. Through and through.
1: Yeah. So I've
0: slept slept talk about Joker before.
1: <laughs> hey, did you did you try to did you try to get those threes today?
0: I did. I did. It's really it's a really sore sub joke, Chris.
1: What threes were they? Let, let the people know what threes they were
0: oh my god I, okay. I
1: struggle to say it so i'm no, not even gonna like no. butcher it
0: because <laughs> it's a french name so the Ama men- okay oh
1: god,
0: i just messed it up whatever it again. gorgeous gorgeous beautiful shoe
1: it is beautiful
0: oh my god I and actually, it's a
1: woman's shoe and it's a woman's shoe which is exciting it's a woman's
0: shoe, and it was a woman it was a woman's focused release it did come out in men's sizes but um
1: Came out they, extended. We call that, so they call that extended sizes. It's like still a woman's release, but it came out in bigger sizes to somewhat accommodate men or accommodate women who have bigger sizes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I didn't get it. Oh. So so that was really sad, but oh my God, beautiful shoe. I think I like the shoe more than the Off-White 4s, um, which I was Really? Like, yes. They just have, I'm like a sucker for those like tonal- colors and it had the white with a little bit of kind of like a violet on the back Mm -hmm. i think threes are just a hot shoe to me like i think they are really good great for women right 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 Um, and they just they look good with a lot of stuff i was i man that was a that was a tough shoe to get though like it was
1: and um i know i had i had a friend who actually got a pair he got his pair before they got actually got released he won a raffle um But I'm not gonna lie, that's one of those shoes that, that's that love and first sight shoe for Mm -hmm. sure. I got the same feelings of that shoe as I did for the fours. Now, if I'm comparing it and you like you did, I'm still gonna choose those off-white fours over those. Um, But it's very, very, very close. And I do like that, I like everything about it. I like how they mix up the textures. It kind of has like a kind of little distress vibe. And Mm -hmm. I'm always a fan of the threes having a Nike heel tab. Like a little nike on the back i like the heel tab more than a jumpman sign it gives me more of that classic feel yeah so uh and that's more of the og color type type uh hill tab so i'm a fan of those shoes i love them yeah
0: yeah i i got a shirt i ended up getting a shirt
1: okay the long <laughs> sleeve or the short sleeve
0: <laughs> i got the uh, short sleeve okay yeah. So, but, and we will go with a lot of the shoes that I do have already. So that, that's cool. I'm cool with it. Um, but I mean, that's, that's like what we're getting into in today's episode,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how to get shoes, where to get shoes from and, and the, you know, after sell market.
1: Yeah, the so, after market. Uh,
0: yeah, this, this one was kind of a weird one They because they only released on the actual boutique's website. Um, and I think they were pretty uh, particular about making sure there weren't like bots going in. They had all these extra checks um, to make sure you were a human. Mm-hmm. And, um, but no, I, I took an L. It's
1: okay. It's part of it. But like you said, so is this a shoe that you see yourself going for in the aftermarket, the resale?
0: I, I feel like I have to. Really? I mean, they're, but they're gonna—they're running pretty expensive. I don't know so. how much
1: they—how much are they? At, well, I'm sure you checked. How much are they going for right now on the resale?
0: They were like nine hundred. Ooh! So. Oh. Oh,
1: God. And this <laughs> was the first day? Oh. You I know. Just
0: and it's just like, but but you probably know better than me. Like the first day when things release and they're like a really sought after shoe, the after sale price is like it's it's jacked up.
1: Yeah, 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 because I think people are still I'm on pissed. that, people are still on that high of the shoe, mm-hmm. so they're like, hey, I just got to get it, and then the thing is, it's kind of the the FOMO, the fear of missing out, so like, okay. hey, if I pay it at 900 right now, I won't have to worry about paying it for like 1300 1400 maybe 1500 so I'll pay the 900 now, and then hopefully it doesn't get jacked up or come back down, so I get why that happens so often, But, but I did
0: misspoke. Actually, because they're going well. I guess it depends on the size. Let's do it. Let's do a, a check really fast. Mm-hmm. So my size four forty two. Depends on the size. It. They're I going mean, up so. to like seven seven hundred though right now. I
1: mean, but you got to think. Like I said, it goes up when, right when the lease comes out, and then it gradually drops, and then sometimes it might spike up. And I like say you see like Rihanna walking around with them, that price is gonna go up. Travis Scott, yeah. if he walks around with a pair of them, that price is gonna get jacked up. So I would say if you can get them at that price right now. Definitely. Because what happens is when people start walking around and seeing them in the summertime, people are going to be like, I got to have them. I got to have them, especially at 400. That's not really a, it's a lot, but it's not a backbreaker in terms of the resale for what they could be, especially yeah. how rare. But I also think.
0: Oh, I'm going to get them. I just decided.
1: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like after but, this- I, but um, let's get, let's get into it in terms of that. So Today, our focus is gonna be the after sell market. Where can you get shoes that have been released and either people are reselling them or doing whatever for you to get your pair or what you want or shoes that you highly covet. So I'm gonna actually talk about my platform, um, House of Trade. So what we do at House of Trade is we actually allow the users to trade sneakers amongst each other. So say we call it closet currency. So say you have the Jordan Ones, the Jordan Threes, and the Jordan Fours, and you want these Threes that just came out. We allow you the opportunity to trade those sneakers for the Threes that just came out, and in an exchange. So instead of using four hundred to instead of using your own personal money to buy them, you just pay. You just use your shoes as collateral for a trade. Now there is a small fee, obviously, um, but nothing crazy like a stock X fee or anything like that. But, um, but what it does is just allow shoes that you have in your closet as currency. So like, for me, I have a, a, a lot, I almost cursed, but I have a ton of shoes <laughs> that I, right. I, I, hard, I hardly wear. So I'd be more open to trade them, you know, and I, yeah. most sneakerheads do.
0: So let me jump in here and okay. ask some questions and play, play the consumer part of it. Okay, yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm, I'm new. I I've got a, I've got a pair of shoes. First of all, can I have worn them or do they have to be brand new?
1: Great question. So yeah. you can't you can, um, you can have your shoes gently worn. We don't accept any beaters, but you can't have gently worn shoes. Um, and we also do accept dead stock sneakers as well. So we do accept both. But uh, we do determine whether the shoe is acceptable enough to put on the platform. But so far, we haven't had anybody put any beat up shoes on there so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So next question. So, so say I've, I've got a shoe, maybe I, it doesn't fit me. Right. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I want to put it on the platform. Um, and the person who's looking to trade would be able to offer up any shoes, same value. Is it up to the, to the, you know, person who's offering the trade versus accepting the trade? Like what does that part look like for you?
1: Yeah. So that part looks like, so you can trade up to shoes of any value, so say I'm trading a OG Jordan one for a Travis Scott four, and somebody feels like that's what the shoe that they really want. Um, in terms of value, the trade is not really even, but you also have to understand in terms of trading, it's what's the nostalgia value is to the individual. Mm-hmm. So think about it like this, that might've been the first shoe that like his grandma gave him or her, or that might've been a shoe that they made a game winning shot in when they were younger. And they kind of want, they have a memory attached to it. So what we try to do is really establish a nostalgia connection, not necessarily a value connection. Now, some people are obviously gonna trade for value, like, hey, yes, I have a great shoe and I'm willing to trade you, but it's just not balanced. We don't determine that. I don't determine this shoe is not, this is not a good trade. Those are up to the individuals because I've seen in terms of like the sneaker culture, I've seen some crazy trades, but it's because that shoe meant so much to that person, that individual. Not so much. Oh well, this shoes cost this much, and this shoe costs this much. This is an even trade. It doesn't always work like that. Like if just look at baseball cards. Like if you grew up idolizing Joe Montana, and you want to trade it for a Peyton Manning, and value that could or could not be the same, but it's for the is based on more so the individual. Gotcha.
0: Okay, I love that idea. I think it's I think it's cool because, you know, the, these sneakers are becoming so difficult for people to get. Absolutely, right? absolutely. And like, you're at the mercy of the resale price. And with with more and more people just really paying attention to and, and you know, liking sneakers, it's like the price of a lot of them are going up. Right. Especially the, the ones that are, are really exclusive. So I think it's a cool way to, to get some exclusive sneakers, but you don't have to shell out you know, thousand bucks
1: for. Right. And that's actually how the, well, you said something earlier that that's actually how I came up with the platform. Um, I was, I actually had the Travis Scott fours and I got him in a size 14, but I needed a 15 and I knew that the 15 was out there and I didn't want to, I didn't want to resell them and then use the money and buy them. I just really just legit wanted to straight up trade. So I looked all around the internet and I couldn't find a platform that actually did just a straight up trade. I just wanted a 15, for 14, nothing crazy. And I realized that there's not really a platform out there that did that. So what I decided to do was like, okay, if it's not out there, why don't I be the person that just makes it? Yeah. So that's how House of Trade was actually born.
0: I love it. How long have you been in business now?
1: Actually, we just came up on our year anniversary, uh, April 20th, for a yeah. anniversary. So. <laughs> Yeah. that's awesome
0: congrats yeah, so,
1: yeah, no you, i love
0: it i love it um i i think that segues into the next um uh i guess companies that we want to uh talk about a little bit yeah. in the sneaker world um because it almost kind of reminds me well i feel like trades used to just exist out in the world you know like yeah in kind of like these online marketplaces, yeah, like absolutely. Find people that maybe um, have have a shoe that you're looking for and and they're offering these kind of like side bet trades in a way. Yeah. And I think that like that's where like eBay almost like really came about.
1: yeah. So. so a lot of those, like you said, a lot of those that trading came from was like the the sneaker conventions, like uh, sneaker con and all those other things. And then just like being like an old school sneakerhead. Uh, like you stand in line and you start to develop relationships and friendships and be like, hey, I got this shoe. I need a, this size. You got somebody. Yeah, I got a homeboy who needs this size. And it really is just like an old school method of like just more so word of mouth. But now we have platforms where people are buying and selling like a StockX. And I'll get into StockX in a second. But like StockX, we're like StockX is like this mega huge platform now where it's like it allows everybody to somewhat be a reseller
0: hmm.
1: So if you if you're not f- too familiar with it, StockX is like essentially the stock market of sneakers. It has like if you look on the website, it has a ticker at the top, just like the stock market tells you the value of sneakers price and, go
0: up and down. Yep.
1: And it shows you like it has a graph and shows you like, hey, what's the retail prices? Um, what's the range or the median of the shoes? So like the high and the low of the sales, the average price of the sales and then what it looks like in a 52 week. Period. So a year period. Um, I think it's very helpful in the sense of like knowing the value of your shoes. If you're if you're new to the sneaker game, Um, to me being somebody who's more of a a original person in it, it helps and hurts. And here's why: it hurts because it makes everybody really think that all their shoes are worth all this money, and they're not always. That's not always the case. Like there's shoes that hey. Back in the day, shoes go on sale. There's a reason why. And now StockX makes it so that these shoes that were going to sell normally are getting sold for like two, three, $400. And it's probably a $150 shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I don't like about it, but I do like that it gives you access to shoes that you maybe wouldn't have gotten access to prior, so.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And with, with all these platforms, um, I think that, you know, do you want to go into like the differences between these platforms? Because I think there's, there are some really key differences in terms of what sort of merchandise um, these resellers um, accept, what they don't accept. And I think what's huge within this world is you can, you don't want to get scammed, like you don't want to yeah. buy fake news, like they're floating around out there. So the benefit of having like a middleman, so to speak, in some of these transactions um, can really protect you as as buyer if, yeah. if you're going to go that route.
1: So I'll start with StockX, and I just finished with them. So the difference between StockX and most of these other platforms is StockX is one of the few companies that only accepts brand new products. So, like, you cannot wear this shoe. You cannot, like, walk around and wear it one time. Even if it looks brand new, it's been worn one time, they won't take it. So StockX, your product has to be brand new. Also on StockX, you can sell um, shirts, pants, a lot of streetwear, everything involved in the streetwear. You can buy art, hats. So StockX is not just sneakers. Um, but everything has to be brand new on the platform, and you're buying brand new. Also the good thing about stockx is they do authenticate their items. That's what we do also at House of trade. We also authenticate the items. I didn't mention that earlier, but I wanted I to put that in there. <laughs> um, but uh, yes, they authenticate the items so you don't have to you don't really have that risk of getting a fake product. The bad thing is there there has been times where fake products get through because just like with anything else, as time goes on fakes get better. Okay, so I'm not saying that people don't get fakes. It's just the likelihood of you getting a fake through StockX is very low, okay? Um, the next platform is Goat. Go is probably the biggest competitor to StockX in terms of solely streetwear and reselling. Um, the difference between Goat, the biggest difference between Goat and StockX is, Goat actually accepts used products. So they accept um, used sneakers in their platform. And also the difference is, Stock X is more um, catered to I'd say the seller. GOAT is catered more towards the buyer. And by that I mean on GOAT, your fees are going to be a lot lower as a buyer and as a seller, whereas GOAT, they're a lot high. I mean, as, excuse me, at stock X, they're a lot higher as a buyer. So like you might buy a shoe for 225 and end up spending like 275 when it's all done. Whereas mm-hmm. like goat, you might buy it for two twenty five and end up spending like two fifty, so the percentages is different, but it it means a lot when you're spending a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Some of the other ones, yeah,
0: hundred percent, that, because that's like <laughs> that's huge.
1: Yeah, absolutely, especially <laughs> when you're like getting thousands of dollars. That's like three four hundred dollars at that point.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. So you he- think, in your opinion, goat has the best most com- most um. Uh, an advantageous platform for resell purchase on the seller side.
1: Yes. Someone- but the thing mm-hmm. is about GOAT is I they have a lot on their platform, but I think StockX has more. So Inventory. Yeah. So I, I would say if I'm looking for something, I always look on GOAT first because I know I can get it used and I also know I can get it cheaper. And I also know that I'm not going to pay a ton of fees.
0: Yeah. And but then you can you, see all your options everywhere.
1: Correct. Correct. And then, but on stock X nine times out of 10, I know it's going to be there. So that's the biggest difference Yeah. Um, in terms of that, in that area.
0: Okay. So we got, we got go, we got stock X. Now um, let's go into different, different format a little bit. Flight mm-hmm. club and stadium goods. Yep. What do you, what do you have on those ones? What are, how do those ones compare?
1: So the flight clubs and the stadium goods is so that, there's a, there's a big difference between flight club and stadium goods in terms of comparing them to StockX and go flight club and stadium goods also have brick and mortar stores. So you can actually walk in and there, walk in there and hand them your shoes. They can look at it and give you the cash on hand. Okay. Or once the item sells, so it's a consignment store. Yeah. It's a consignment store. So once the item sells, then they'll give you cash on it. Now, sometimes they just buy your item straight up because you have something that's ultra rare and they know salt and they just want to have it. Um, so think of it as like a sneaker pawn shop. It's essentially like that. So stock, I mean, on uh, Stadium Goods and Flight Club are like pawn shops for sneakers. They so they also have online platforms as well, too. Um, I like I like them a little bit more because you do have a personal touch when you do talk to somebody, um, and you also can negotiate your price a little bit more in terms of what you want to sell it for. Uh, and then they, they, I like I personally liked a little bit of human interaction when I'm dealing with high end sneakers.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but then they also yeah. have bigger sizes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, you you get a little bit more options mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Well, um, if I could be so lucky to live in a city that has uh, stores like that, because those, those don't um, exist in Denver.
1: Well, the good thing, what are some of the, so I'm going to say this. There are, I would say everybody, if you're looking for aftermarket shoe, look in your local city and there's probably nine times out of 10, a resale store in your city. It might not be this big, huge place like a flight club or a stadium goods, but I will tell you this: the smaller places give better deals on shoes because they can't sit on inventory. These they can't afford to. They can't afford to sit on like all these shoes that look great with these extremely high prices. But you're in a small town, so the likelihood of them being a ton of sneakerheads are very low. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I would tell people: like if you're not like in a big city, look. Even if you are in a big city, look at some of the smaller places. Yeah. That-
0: because even, yeah, like some of them, and Denver has a few that I, that I want to mention and shout out, yeah, but absolutely. Um, there's, even if you're, if you're looking online, like they have a lot of cool, cool sneaker boutiques, um, like Atlanta, I know has a ton, Yeah. California, um, whereas Flight Club, you know, you walk in that place and it's like in your face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Um, But there's a lot of these cool boutiques that you can check out. A couple that I like to go to in Denver, Vice's, it's right up the street from me here um, in in, uh, Five Points. And um, they've got a nice little inventory um, store. It's a cool store. Um, So I check them out. And then uh, Aurora has some, Notorious Lifestyle is one. Yep, yep.
1: So So, so, yeah, so so that's, so I would say use those to your advantage. I mean, you can also negotiate the prices with them, like like Flight Club and Stadium Goods, StockX, and go. You can't really negotiate those prices, so use those to your advantage. The next thing I want to talk about is eBay. eBay is where I originally started in terms of buying resale. Wild,
0: Wild West.
1: eBay used to be the Wild Wild West. It's a it's getting a little bit more under control now, but I I will tell you this: there's a few things where. A few reasons why I stopped using eBay, but also it was the reason why I got into the to, into the game as well. eBay allowed me to get shoes before it was cool to get them. So, and that and that I mean, like before all these resell companies came out, eBay was like the first place to get it. Now, like, and so what Kelsey's re- referring to the Wild Wild West is that you could possibly get a fake on eBay because they don't have an authentication process they do now I don't know how what it looks like I haven't sold on there in a while but eBay now has that which I think was a good idea for them I think they're a little bit too late they could have really dominated this market but they were very very late in terms of adding that authentication especially as much money they bring in they were bringing in so much money so they didn't feel like they needed to
0: well, what the a, a pro to to using eBay still is if you're um, doing these transactions with PayPal, PayPal is will protect it you. Protect you, yes. So I mean, if you and <laughs> who knows exactly what this looks like. I mean, I think that if you don't, if maybe if you don't receive your shoe or something like that, mm-hmm. like you could get your money back. Um, there might be a, a, something that you can negotiate with your with the seller if they're not deemed to be authentic. Um, might be able to get your money back
1: there. Yeah, absolutely. That's actually happened to me before um, when I was on eBay. Uh, and that's the good thing about talking about the protection. I received a pair of shoes that weren't in the condition that they said they were because there's nobody. there was nobody verifying this. So the shoes yeah. were beat up. So I I reported it. I reported to eBay and I reported to PayPal. I got my money back and sent the shoes back. So yeah. you can't really do that with StockX. You can't do that with any of those other platforms. It's like, once you buy it, it's a done deal. It's over. Yeah. Uh, and the and, right. and also yeah. the good thing about eBay is that if you buy a shoe and it's not in the condition, you can write, you can, you can read reviews on people. So mm-hmm. it lets you know, Hey, this is a good buyer. This is a legit buyer. They sell legit stuff. Their stuff is usually authentic. Um, so that, that kind of killed people who are selling fake stuff. Uh, so and for me, I'm not a big. I don't. So I was telling Kells this before we got on the air. I'm not a. I'm not a big reseller. I mean, re, I don't buy a resell. Like once I miss, I miss. I call it a day, clean my hands. I'm either trading, or I'm. I just forget about them and hope they come out in like another five years. So I don't resell. Um, but when I was younger, that was my job. And one of my jobs in college, my side hustles were were I used to resell sneakers for for friends and for myself Um, and that's where I started I had probably I had a huge eBay store Mm -hmm. so but that's where I buy my shoes now from is still eBay because I can negotiate some of these shoes or also I might see a shoe and it might sit for a long time and I know this person still has it so I'm like hey I know you haven't sold this shoe in like a year let me get that ball for you for like 25% 25% off and they be like, yeah, cause I've been holding it for a year. Whereas on StockX and all those other platforms, the sellers are anonymous. So you can't really, you don't really have that leverage to negotiate because you can't interact with them. You don't have a chat. You don't have anything like that. Everything's autonomous, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know that's what's hard for me. Like I see a shoe and I kind of fall in love with it. And I like almost like once I get it in my mind, like I need to get the, mm-hmm. I have to get those Jordan threes.
1: Yeah. I get that (laughs) I totally get that um I would say this stay away from Craigslist don't buy shoes off of Craigslist shady it's very um unsavory characters up there uh use house of trade if anything house of trade is the best bet out of all those platforms I think house of trade is number one I would say low fees you get to use your closet currency so you're not spending exorbitant amounts of money um but if you don't have a huge collection of shoes still throw your shoes up there on house of trade because you never know what somebody else wants I know I was talking to to, yeah, yeah about it absolutely I was talking to one of my friends we coached together and he wanted these Allen Iversons and it just so happens that he's trying to make a trade with my brother so like you never know like he my brother's thinking these Allen Iversons nobody's gonna want but you never know what that nostalgia factor brings to somebody else
0: yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Check out House to Trade.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, is it copper drop time?
0: I know. I was going to say, is it time for our next <laughs> is copper yeah, drop? Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's
0: go. <laughs> all right, what's, what we got first?
1: We got up first. Give me one second. So we got up first. We got the Nike Dunk Low Michigons. Michigan food.
0: Michigan, you, all right recent uh releasing on may 13th 100 bucks for men's 85 for grade school you copping or dropping
1: i am dropping these i'm not a fan of the michigan colorway and i'm not really like the hugest fan of dunks uh i think they make my feet look huge um but i'm not a fan like the michigan colorway like i'm okay on these i don't really wear the maize and blue
0: yeah, I'm, I'd have to second on that. I'm, I'm good not getting these. I'm not, I, like, people might hate me for saying this, but like, I'm not really a dunk fan. Like, I, I, yeah. I know I was like obsessed with my first pair of dunks, but like, I don't know, I'm just somewhat I'm more into the Jordans now, so mm-hmm. I, I don't love the colorway either way, so.
1: There nope. you go. <laughs> um, we got the second one. We got the Reebok question mids, speaking of Allen Iverson again,
0: the yep. Candyland edition. All right. These are already available for 150. You can get them right now because they're not in super high demand. You, you going to get them?
1: Absolutely not. This is a hideous, hideous shoe. Great silhouette. Love Allen Iverson, but they did Allen Iverson very dirty with this colorway. This is a child's shoe. It should not be on a grown man or a grown woman's foot. This is a, and it's an ugly shoe. It's absolutely hideous. I would not be copying. if you gave them to me. I would not wear them. <laughs> just that. So I really cool. want
0: to know what what Allen Iverson was thinking. Uh,
1: when he the- probably had no input on that shoe.
0: I hope not. You know because, um, ugh, no, that shoe that shoe's ugly. It looks like Candyland just vomited.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And, uh, a shoe, basically. Yes.
1: It like the um, night after. It, like the morning after. thing. Uh,
0: not the way they put it together. Yes. The yeah. shoe's cool. If it was a different
1: color, right? Like the other <laughs> colors are cool, but but no, it's absolutely no. Yeah,
0: that's and then
1: mess. the last shoe for today is the Travis Scott Jordan 6, the British khakis. Mm. <coughs> April 30th, <30, laughs>
0: 250. What's your take on these?
1: I love this shoe. Um, I like it because it's not too heavy on the on the khaki, it's like more of like a pinkish khaki. I uh-huh. like it. Um, they're not coming in my size, but I will be trying to get a pair, um, but, but I, I love that Me a pair. I got you, but uh, I love this shoe. It's awesome. I like the little accent details. The sole glows in the dark. Um, like a lot of Travis Scott insignia on it. So I'm a fan of it. It has like a, a stash pocket on the side. Fam.
0: Stash <laughs> for what?
1: That's here. none of my business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love this shoe. I will be attempting to buy them. There you go. I will be attempting to buy these. And I might buy them anyways.
1: Oh, okay. Look at you, <laughs> Travis Scott resale Plus, stuff it's crazy. I love those
0: Travis Scott shoes.
1: Travis Scott resale goes crazy. So you better be uh, careful what you ask know. for.
0: Maybe I won't, but yeah. I don't know. It's a good shoe. I think he might. He might be like my top, like favorite for collabs. So
1: I gotta think about <laughs> that. That might be another episode we need to touch on favorite to collabs you. because um, Travis Scott is definitely up there. But I know who I don't like in collabs, and I don't want to spoil it because. I definitely want to bring that for another episode. That might be episode four. Should we do that? Teaser,
0: teaser. All right. I think this might be hey. episode four. Yeah. Yeah wrap for today thank you for listening to kicks of the trade and dropping all your your knowledge on us so um guys if you have any questions or need a little bit more details on on what we discussed today um jump in the conversation you can find us um, on spotify on youtube on itunes right now um make sure you follow us on instagram at kicks of the trade podcast um again i'm kelsey cristiano you can find me um on instagram kelsey cristiano What's your what's your Insta, Chris? The
1: yeah. underscore Hollows, but find me at House of Trade underscore I M C. Yes.
0: Hey. Let's go. All right. Later. Deuces. Picks of the Trade is hosted by Chris Holloway and Kelsey Cristiano. Our intro music is by MBHD Nick, and our outro music is written and performed by Brett Epps. Beat is produced by the Hit Bureau. We're mixed by Mick Garcia and produced by Nightport Media out of Denver, Colorado.